0: Episode of Tea with Tammy. I am, of course, am Tammy, and we have now reached episode number ninety-three. Wow! Let me say that again. Episode number ninety-three. Round of applause for the number ninety-three. Come on now. The number ninety-three sounds like blood, sweat in tears, but I'm not going to get into all of that. I'm just going to say, damn, we've come a long way for sure. Um, episode 93, unfortunately does not have a guest. I, I know a few weeks ago, I did promise that this month that we're currently in was women's appreciation month. And each week I was going to bring you a new lady to talk about their creative ventures, but for the third week and for the third guest in a row, I have received cancellation and we'll get through this. We, we shall persevere because like I stated last episode, our highest streamed episodes are the solo ones. So another round of applause for that, okay? But I will say I still do feel bad for promising something that I'm not delivering on. So please forgive me. And if you truly feel wronged in some way, DM me your t-shirt size. I got you. Now, if you follow the T with Tammy Twitter page, I'm sure you probably saw a recent poll that I did Um, just asking when should the T with Tammy podcast come to a finale? And by finale, I actually mean complete... Endless. Complete completion. No longer. And with over 50% of the votes, people voted Can't Stop, Won't Stop, and have told me that I should continue potting and that this is a show that they do tune in for. And so, shout out to those who voted. I am going to honor your wishes, but just know, can Stop, Won't Stop does not mean that there are no breaks, pauses, vacations, sick days. So be prepared for the future on, you know, there might be some times when I'm not here. But like I've said before, I'll always arrange to still have some entertainment here for you all. So you're not going a week without something. Okay, I got you. I'm here for you. I'm taking care of my people. And with that all being said, let's get into the bullshit, okay? Okay. Let's see, um, well, I said let's get into the bullshit, so, uh, let's talk about Kanye West. Um, Kanye West has recently confirmed that his album that is titled Jesus is King will be released this month, September 27th. I, I don't know if that date is locked and set in stone, because we all know how release dates go when it comes to Kanye, but if you recall previous episodes of me saying that I was done with Kanye, that is still true, but I might I might find my way to the music and still tune in. I know I've said in the past that I was completely done, the ship has sailed, he has forsaken me, I can never forgive. But I also don't want to be a hypocrite because I also say many times that people can grow people can elevate, people can change. And even though what he's doing in the public eye of these Sunday services and remixing our favorite R&B songs isn't enough to convince me that he is this changed person who does not believe slavery was a choice, I am still going to tune in to see what message he is still feeding us just to make sure, you know, if he's still crazy or if he's turned a new leaf. I'm gonna try and figure out how to listen to this without giving him a stream or a dollar. (laughs) I'm going to listen to it off of someone else's phone, but I'm going to, I'm going to still tune in some, some way so I can see if there's any growth in this man. And if there isn't, you know, I'm going to keep it pushing. I'm not going to download the the album. I'm not going to watch the music videos. I'm not going to go to the tour shows. It's just not for me. Um, but I mean, shout out to Genuine being remixed into some church songs, right? I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, it's just not enough. You can remix all our favorite top R&B jams. It's, it's not going to be enough for me. It's not. I can go listen to those original jams and jam out on my own, Kanye. Thank you for your efforts. (laughs) Thank you for your Sunday service. But you're going to have to do a little bit more than that to, um, rectify the the trump meetings the tmz outbursts the just outlandish interviews just everything there's there's a lot more cleanup that has to be done but kanye i'm gonna find a way to still tune in just for you but i don't want to give kanye too much time but um since we're kind of on annoying people or just kind of irrelevant people at least in my eyes let's talk about jaw rule really quickly Um, and the only reason why I'm just giving such negative shade is just because I'm a little, I'm a little still annoyed with the whole fire festival thing. I know we want to pinpoint that white man to say that it was mostly his wrongdoings and Ja Rule was just so ignorant and didn't know what was going on. But come on, Ja Rule, you know, when someone's full of shit, you know, when something ain't right. Come on, Ja. Come on, Jeffrey Atkins. Come on. Come on. R-U-L-E. But anyway, Ja Rule recently tweeted that he is going to turn all of his previous albums into visual albums and he will be going back in time. <laughs> I'm sorry. He will be going back to, um, make music videos for all of those songs. I don't know if he's going to redo Videos because there's videos already for some of those songs. But, um, how do y'all feel about this? Do you, do you like this? Um, I like the idea. I just don't think this is the right artist to be executing said idea just because I don't hear a lot of jaw rule appreciation or jaw rule curiosity. No one in my circle is like, damn, remember that one jaw song? Like that never comes to mind. Now, don't get me wrong, Jaw Rule's got some hits. Jaw Rule's got tons of great songs, but that does not change my previous statement of people aren't going around missing those songs. But what's your thoughts? Is this something that you want to see from Jaw Rule? Do you feel like it's a great idea? Just someone else should be doing it? What are your thoughts? Me, the latter. I think this is a great idea. I love when um, I can get a visual of something. I love music videos. That is like a weakness of mine ever since I was a small child. I remember my mom like doing favors for me for recording music videos that came on during the day or late, late in the night and recording them on a VHS tape so I can then watch them in my time during, you know, whenever I had time to watch TV, whenever my TV time was. And so my mom would record Midnight Love. She would record 106 in park countdown for me she would just record any music video that would air on BT and then I would watch it later when I got home and that was just like that was my after school snack 106 in park and music videos from the night before but with that being said I'm here for visuals I'm here for it I just want visuals for songs and artists that I don't want to say that matter <laughs> Cause that sounds really rude, but that are just relevant at the time. And then we'll get to you jaw. Like we'll sur- we'll circle back for you jaw. Just not right now. Just not right now. This, this is not your time. We're not trying to hear from jaw. At least not right now. Ain't that right? Dave Chappelle. Just, just not right now jaw. But speaking of music videos, a music video that I recently did watch, um, from Max O'Cream titled she live featuring Meg the stallion amazing super cute it's like a little mock reality show like contestant show you know, kind of like flavor of love and they're just, you know, testing contestants and I love it. It was cute. I love shit like that. And side note, fun fact, reality TV is like a guilty pleasure of mine. Like I used to be all up on bad girls club, used to watch the real world road rules. Like I still watch love and hip hop. <laughs> I'm still watching basketball wise, but Hey, let's not get into my business and all of the things that I'm ashamed of. Let's just- just move on. Let's move on to um, a topic that should be embarrassing for a said person who said it, but this person has just said a lot of things in their career that who knows if they feel ashamed at this point anymore. And that is Yes Jules. I've commented on yes Jules and her previous comments that she made on a different podcast show about her her use of the n-word and just a lot of other things um, but I did address that on a different podcast show which was the um, no one cares podcast from devin and so if you have not been able to check out that pod in that episode I will post the link in the description of this episode so shout out to devin and the no one cares podcast where we previously had a discussion on yes Jules and her use of the n-word because she She is white. Um, Yes, Jules took to her Twitter the other day and decided to give, I don't want to say backhanded, I don't know what the word would be, but just misdirected compliments to Earth Gang. Now, Earth Gang is an amazing rap duo. Talked about them last episode, actually played one of their songs titled Bank. Love the song, love the album, I'm obsessed. Um, Earth Gang consists of two rappers they're both very unique in their styles and their rapping they can do very a variety of voices and flows they're just super talented i would compare them to audio push um yes jules decided to get on her her twitter on al gore's internet and say earth gang is like outcast but with two andre 3000s don't at me and of course the black people of America and and other races because, I mean, you don't have to be black to know that that statement is just blasphemous and outlandish because to say that Earth Gang is like the super group due to having two Andre 3000-like people is a major diss to Big Boy and it just shows your ignorance on hip hop. Big Boy and Andre 3000 made outcasts. Outcast was outcast because of both of those individuals. Andre 3000 wouldn't be who he is today. He wouldn't have the songs that he's had. He he wouldn't have the career that he's had without Big Boy. Big Boy was a huge contribution to that group. He brought the gutter. He brought the gangster. He brought he brought the pimpness. He brought so much uniqueness so much flow, so many bars, so much coolness. I remember being a kid and him being my favorite of the group. (laughs) And so that's what really struck a chord. Cause you know, as when you're a kid and you look at rap groups or just singing groups, you kind of want to pick who you want to pretend to be in the living room for the night, or, um, you know, just pick your favorites and just pretend that they're your friend or, you know, you just have this crazy creative imagination. And that was me and Big Boy. Like me and Big Boy, we were tight. We were homies, okay? (laughs) When Speaker Box, Love Below came out, I was jamming Speaker Box, okay? That was me in high school, jamming Speaker Box. That's me. But I wanna say that you can't, credit Outkast and discredit Big Boy. You can't do that in the same breath. Yes, Jules. And some have said that maybe Yes, Jules was referring to their style because Earth Gang is very quirky in their clothing. They're very unique. But to be honest, they don't do that all the time. Like I've seen them dress down. I've seen them dress up. I've seen them dress funky. And so I call bullshit on that. But if that is what she meant, I might let you slide. But yes, Jules, at this point, needs to have a full-on seat, needs to have a self-reflect time to just realize when to speak and when not to on certain issues. I hate when people just take it upon themselves and just speak out of turn. And you know, that may be some hypocrisy with me having a podcast and this platform to just talk my shit, you know what I mean? But Yes, Jules, you've already been under fire for a lot of things you've already said. So at this point, you should be a little bit more cautious with the things that are leaving your lips. You shouldn't even be commenting on no, on no black person, to be honest. (laughs) Like, you should have no opinions about black people after saying nigga and us correcting you on it. Like, know your place. Sit down. We've, we've had enough of you. And I hate when people don't get that. I hate when people don't just let shit simmer down and just go away. You know, when Robert Downey Jr., when he had his moments, when he had his downfalls, he went away for a long ass time before he became Iron Man. Go away. Go away and come back t- in 10 years and have your own Iron Man shine. Okay, yes, Jules. But let's just move on into a musical break. Let me simmer down. Let me, let me get my frustrations out through the music and we'll be right back. That
1: hard. I got some bad habits. Smoking no gas, I'ma add it. Yeah. We make it do magic. The way that we get it, it double that. Hey. I'm talking mathematics. I only do adding and no subtraction yeah. Add it up, add it up. T.J. Ay. and three-stripe of Ay, like, we were A.M.C. Ayo, yo, Knock, did you know that taste so good, cost me like 300 Gs. That's what I mention, I'm sliding in a GLE 43, that was like 93. damn' Whole little nigga, that's 400 Gs. well nigga been getting all of this cheese. Get all this, by the age of 18, I'm a fly young nigga, you can catch me overseas. That's a fact. 15-hour flight, no vacation time, every time I go is for the green. here yeah, we die winners. might be cold in the city, but still I'm finished in breeze. My city get cold, speedin' through a Smoke no gas, I'ma add it We make it do magic The way that we get it, double that I'm talking mathematics I only do add it and no subtraction add, add, add it up, add it up, add it up Add it up, add it up Top of that action
0: And we are back from the break And let's talk about BET Hip Hop Awards. Not too sure if anyone out there still cares about the BET Hip Hop Awards, but I would like to think that I am one of the last Mohicans. I am one of the last few that still cares. And that's largely due to the ciphers. I still enjoy the ciphers, even though the last couple years have been, you know, a little tad weak. But I believe that BET can sometimes get it right. Not all the time but sometimes. So they did release the nominations for the awards show. And I only want to talk about two categories because I'm really not that invested into the awards. Um, just because I feel like they should focus on the actual awards show because in my opinion, over many years, the hip hop awards have suffered in quality. I'm, I, I'll i be watching and I'm just like, who bought these microphones? <laughs> Who is running the soundboard? And I should never have those type of thoughts watching a large production on, on national television. But that's just me. That's my opinion. But the two categories I wanted to discuss are best new hip hop artists and best hip hop album. So for best new hip-hop artists, we have Little Nas X, YBN Corday, Blueface, Meg the Stallion, The Baby, and Roddy Rich. So in my opinion, I'm gonna just rip the band-aid off and, and tell you who I would like to win if we were talking music. And that would be YBN Cordae because I enjoyed his album or his project the most out of all of these people. Um, He has like the most potential to become like an actual lyricist in my eyes. And if we're at the hip hop awards, I would think we want to honor those type of individuals, but we don't know what type of game we're playing in the politics when it comes to the hip hop awards. And so most likely it's going to go to the Person who's had the biggest impact of being a new artist, and that's cool too because that is important. And so, if the world knows your name, that's a big deal, and that would then turn things around to be Little Nas X or Meg The Stallion. Now, some people have said, you know, Little Nas X, he wanted to be country so bad. Why is he now the first person listed as best new hip hop artist? It should go to Meg. And others have said meg hasn't really proved herself musically she's only coined a phrase and she's only been able to twerk really well so i see both sides um if we're gonna go with you know lyrics my vote is ybm corday he's made the best music for me in my opinion in my ears but if we're going popularity i'm gonna go with meg the stallion um just because she's the most hip-hop still from her to little nas x and she has just been the most down to earth, realest person, genuine, um, funny. I watch her her live streams occasionally. I you know tune in to her IG page and see her little videos with her and Jonathan, who does her wigs. And so I'm very tuned in to her as an individual, and I respect her. And so my vote would then go to Meg the Stallion if we're talking impact and popularity. But I just kind of wanted to open the floor of discussion on what's your opinion of these people being nominated and who would your vote go to or who would you like to see win that category? And the second category that I wanted to discuss was Best Hip Hop Album. The nominees are Igor from Tyler, the Creator, uh, Revenge of the Dreamers 3 from Dreamville, Father of Assad from DJ Khaled, Astral World, Travis Scott, Championships, Meek Mill, and Cuz I Love You from Lizzo. Right off top, I am going to X out Father of Asad and Cause I Love You from Lizzo. Those albums just just weren't doing it for me. Um, Lizzo has some good songs on the album. But if we're, if we're talking hip hop, I wouldn't say it's it doesn't sound hip hop. I know she considers herself a rapper and I'm all for that because like she said, Sway Lee still considers herself a rapper. So does Future. So she can consider herself whatever she wants. But when it comes to the sound of something, this album did not sound hip hop. And so I'm gonna go ahead and mark that off my list. And y'all already know how I feel about that Khaled album. It was just not up to par. It was like lackluster he could have done a lot better and it was kind of embarrassing how he wanted to blame tyler the creator for the lack of success for his album when he had jay-z and beyonce on it um so that leaves igor revenge of the dreamers 3 astral world and championships i would say championships wasn't really as popular or get as much play as the other albums mentioned i know a big obvious choice for a lot of people is astral world Me, I would go with Revenge of the Dreamers. I love the documentary that they they put out with it. I love their fearlessness of collaborating outside of the group and still letting everyone within their group shine in Dreamville. I love the production. I love the uniqueness I love Wells Fargo, (laughs) I love Buddy, I just loved everything about that album, and that just embodied hip-hop, and I know we're gonna go back to the conversation of what sounds like hip-hop, and I know Igor doesn't sound it, but, you know, I respect it, just from the evolution of Tyler the Creator as a hip-hop artist as Fool, but, you know, if you ask him, he wouldn't want to solely consider himself a hip-hop artist, and so... I just, I just, I can't pick that one. As as much success it's gotten from as little support, um, which is great, but Revenge of the Dreamers 3 was the most for me. But what are your thoughts? Who do you think should take away these awards for best hip hop album and best new hip hop artist? Please let me know in the comments below. Um, something on my mind that I would like to mention that I'm very curious on how it'll end up being is the Joker movie. Joker 2019. Um, we're getting a new Joker, new story, new everything as f- from being compared to Suicide Squad. If you remember the episode that I did maybe, what, two years ago maybe? Um, I roasted and lit up that movie. Suicide Squad sucks. Like, um, like, ugh. I can't even get into the gripes that I have about that movie just because I don't have the time. But um, if you're like, really? That that really doesn't tell me why you don't like it. If you're one of those, the main thing is because of the script. Go back and rewatch Suicide Squad and listen to the dialogue and tell me that a third grader didn't wa- didn't write that. Lie to me and tell me a third grader did not write that. But here we are with the new Joker, Stark, Sinister, it's different, and I'm happy. I'm gonna tune in. We all like the Joker. Come on, it's like a staple, I feel like, for many of us. When it comes to like comic books and comic book movies and superhero movies and Batman, we just always want to think of the Joker. And so I'm very curious on how this will plan out. I'm a little nervous, but since it's a different actor, just a lot of differences from Suicide Squad, I'm here for it. And so if it's different from that, I'm I'm willing to tune in. (laughs) And one more thing before we get into another musical break. Stop saying Rihanna is pregnant. Like, just stop. Just, why can't people and fans or, you know, super fans, what it seems like, stands, um, just respect people's privacy and let them announce shit when they want to? You know, what if, what if she has a rollout for this baby and y'all are ruining it? Y'all are going to treat her like y'all did Drake and just ruin it all and spoil it for the public. And in my opinion, I don't even think she's pregnant. It's just her clothes like you know rihanna be fluctuating in her weight you know she thick one day skinny the next let her live her life and let her announce shit when she wants to y'all are gonna fuck up this album that she's making with all this unnecessary stress of this fake pregnancy y'all want to pin on her stop it leave my riri alone and with that being said let's get into some more music
2: I don't give a fuck about a drought like this Life so well, niggas got like this Yeah, like that, need yeah, to like this Ayy, got mm-hmm. in my ain't like, that's the feature Never mess with geekers, that's an either Forever blessed with teachers up, that's a keeper. I can't sleep and sleep, and that's facetious Wanna be a star, but he don't need him. I'm tired of being hard, I want to reach him. I'm fighting to be the father for my preacher. My mama told me I've been on the dead end. It's like far, can't see the ends Turn up in my house on the west end. I gotta be careful who I let in. I need a big couch with a big ass ride, but my mom wants to. That's a big ass eye. Man, I know I ain't never when I sleep at night and see a little ass star. Yeah, that's let let know I'm yeah, here, here. Let I feel, bruh. face my fear, bruh. Get up my ideas, bruh. that's how I feel, bruh. Yeah, let them know I'm here, bruh. My fears, bruh Get on my ideas, bruh That's how I feel, bruh Real nigga shit Not a day on young grind Hold money, money on my mind Nigga, you don't gotta lie You afraid to shine Real nigga shit Mama told me all the time You don't live, you gonna die I don't wanna go outside I'm afraid to shine. Yeah, I nigga, I a little bit more of that big ass pie. Live fast, Diana's a big ass lie. Got me pointing all day, cause I seen that night, ride slow, that slow, slow. That's like niggas ride, man. Niggas gotta go before I go, on my slide. Niggas gotta bro, with a soul on a side. Niggas gotta grow, let me know when they not. Listen, I'ma know when I know when it's time. Till I do, I'ma open the smoke when I op. How you gonna choke for a do a out? I don't got dope with a dope voice out. Rock a yellow coat with a low, cause I'm loud. Microphone a phone coat cause you poke when I foul. Nigga, play close, we can roll like I'm pal. Bro, we got hope, I don't know, but I feel shit, bro. I'm taking real shit. Yeah, let them know what I'm fear, bro. Get on my ideas, bruh. That's how I feel, bruh. Let them know why here, bruh. Get my fears, bruh. Get on my ideas, bruh. That's
0: how I feel, bruh. my you afraid real nigga shit. And we are back from the final break. Um, Let's, let's get into some more, I guess, heavier topics. Um, well, one, I want to discuss my start in podcasting. Someone had asked me the other day, how did I get my start in podcast and, and just, um, how did I get my wheels turning when it comes to the production? I'm not going to go too in depth about this just because I've discussed this multiple times and I actually discussed this on another podcast show as well. But, um, my start in podcasting came from a void of no longer doing college radio. I went to a school that had a radio station on campus. I had a hip hop show called the cypher. It was really entertaining. Um, and I was kind of known for that a little bit after college. I blogged a bit, did some articles had my own little blog going for a bit. And people were just like, Tammy, where you at? We missed your voice. So it was like, hmm, what's the closest thing to radio I can get without actually working for a radio station? That would be podcasting. And so that's how that came about. There was a void. I needed it filled. And I found a way. As for the wheels being turned, um, got some mics. I have an interface and a laptop. And, and that's about it. Um, I don't have anything fancy. Um, I plan to eventually make this show visual. Podcasting can be very easy and very hard at the same time. Um, People think, you know, that's all you need. You just need your, you know, your interface, your laptop and your mics and you're good to go. But um, do realize you need to have a train of thought, bones for a show and some topics to discuss. And so if you feel confident with all of that, Hey. Have at it. Get that RSS feed going. <laughs> okay? And I'm happy and I'm happy to be a podcaster. I won't say that I'll always will be a podcaster, but for now, it's it's definitely a journey that um I don't regret and I wouldn't trade. But getting off of that, um the heavy topic I really wanted to talk about, which I won't spend actually a lot of time on, is just just heavy as for the actual subject and that is the article that d ray mckinson mckesson i'm sorry mckesson wrote about sean king um they're both activists working towards uplifting and bringing um justice to a lot of um police brutality black lives being lost a lot of lack of accountability in the system they they are just black lives mattering it up I wouldn't say they're the creators, but they're motivated by that. Or they have been motivated by the Black Lives Matter movement. So D-Ray McKesson and Sean King at one point worked together many years ago. D-Ray now has come out with a (laughs) four-page letter um, describing his gripes again about Sean King. And the gripes are... and. These gripes are shared by many other people that Sean King has worked with of stealing fundraising money and taking credit for fundraising money that was raised when they had no part in it. And it's very disheartening to know that there's people out there doing that um, within the world of pain. So people are suffering. People are losing their lives. There's police brutality going on right now. And there's people profiting off of it. There are shady people working their way into this movement to make a dollar. Not saying that's exactly what Sean King is doing, but that is what he's being accused of doing. Sean King is a white man. D-Ray is black. So D-Ray wrote this exposing article, kind of just questioning Sean King. Like, what are your motives have like asking very specific questions as for where to where did this money come from, where has this money been spent. And in my opinion, Sean King he has released some information as for his processes, his receipts, his logistics in the past of what's been raised. But when it comes to the specific questions D Ray is asking Sean King, Sean King dances around it and it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Especially since Rihanna kind of just honored him at the Diamond Ball. And so I'm just like, hmm, like, there's a there is a blind spot right now going on within this movement. And it needs to be addressed. And I hate how people are moving forward and awarding individuals without really doing their, their proper research. And uh, making sure that they're legit. Not saying Sean King isn't. I don't know that man. I haven't done my research, but he he really has worked his way into this to this movement forcefully, aggressively and that also has left a bad taste in my mouth. Sure, you need to be passionate when it comes to the topic at hand as for bettering black lives in America, but this white man just coming into the space focusing on fundraising and, you know, saying that he's bringing awareness but mostly just making this popular or a popularity thing, I I am uh, warranted to my side eyes. I feel like they're justified. Again, I'm not saying anything, but I will, I will say this. One piece that I did enjoy in D-Ray's article was that he said this quote, the man who paints your house before he steals your car is still a thief or has still committed theft. And I thought that was beautifully said. Because I can see that for Sean King. I don't know if it's true. Once again, it's alleged. But I see that he masks a lot of things with, hey, I'm helping you all. And then we don't know exactly what's happening behind closed doors. I know it's a a tough conversation to have about the people who are supposed to be helping us. Because I believe there are positive white allies out there who really want to help us. But it would just break my heart to know that this man who has been saying that he's been helping has really been stealing. So yeah, I guess we'll we'll just have to see how this all plans out. But to keep the Black conversation going, um, I recently watched a um, conversation piece from Revolt that featured a lot of Black influencers, um, T.I., Killer Mike, Candace Owens, a few others, um, who sat around and decided to, you know, have a conversation about Black efforts in America, but from very different angles. And it was a conversation that I appreciated because there were, you know, Black people who seemed very, you know, very right, very left, very radical, very chill, very passionate, very frustrated, very that up and no matter what side you're on, whatever, how you feel as a black person and what your agenda is in America, I encourage you to tune into this conversation just because I love conversations that are honest, transparent, like at one point, which I'm sure some of you all have saw the clip online where, you know, T.I. just had to cut off Candace Owens and say, you know what? You're start, you're starting with some bullshit. I can't, I can't support you in whatever point you're trying to make because we can't get to that point without you addressing all the bullshit that comes before it. I love it. A lot of people can't have those real ass conversations. A lot of people feel sensitive. A lot of people shut down. A lot of people resort, resort to name calling or, or just feeling hurt or just feeling betrayed for having a different opinion. I've definitely been there, been on the other side of that. But it was very informative, very eye-opening, very very cool to see black excellence discussing black issues that are important to black people. Times have shown before, you know, these black influencers, they say they, they for us. And then when they, when they get up there to the top is, is bye. Bye, nigga. So it's nice to have, um, a platform like revolt to share these conversations and actually try and push the needle and uplift us and get us heard, get some agendas going, get some gears turning. But speaking of TI, and um, this can kind of wrap up things for today. Um, T.I. is on a new show on Netflix that um, is soon to be released called Rhythm and Flow. It is a hip hop rap competition show. And so just imagine American Idol with um, black judges and rappers as the contestants. Um, And the judges are Cardi B, Chance the Rapper, and T.I. Fun fact, Joe Budden was supposed to be in T.I.'s spot, but it's now T.I. And I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on this type of competition show of it being a rap competition show. This isn't the first rap competition show, despite what the advertisement might say, because I definitely recall watching a, a hip hop rap show on VH1 around middle school, high school years. Um, it had like Yellow Wolf on it at one point. I know um, Kia got kicked off the show <laughs> for already having a rap career, and so This has been done, but this is on a, um, a bigger platform, um, a bigger production. And I'm curious to see how these contestants will be judged, how long the competition will go on how many contestants they will have and who the host will be because you know I'm a nerd for hosting because um, I'm a host myself and so are we gonna get some some new hosts like the new Ryan Seacrest or is it gonna be another celebrity that we're already familiar with or maybe it's no host I don't know um maybe the host has already been announced and I'm just asleep and I didn't catch it but I'm very curious to see who that person is. But I want to get your thoughts on Rhythm and Flow. I will say I wish the title of the show was more original. I feel like I've already watched several other shows titled Rhythm and Flow. (laughs) Or some rendition of that or those two words together. But hey, I'm going to let them do them. And we shall see how this comes out. Um, There's not much else I have on my mind to discuss. Um, Schoolboy Q and Nav are going on tour. I guess that's cool. The um, baby is on that um, Panini remix. I like the verse. That's cool. Um, and Wale should be dropping soon. So shout out to Wale because I've missed I've missed having a a project from him. I know he dropped his little two packs or his little songs here and there, but it's time Wale feed the streets. Feed us. But um, that's all I really got to say. I'm here to stay. Cane stop won't stop. So don't be too concerned about that poll that I did. I am here to stay. But hey, there might be a little vacay. Just be prepared. But follow Tea with Tammy on all social networking sites. Stream the pod on multiple platforms. If you have recommendations or suggestions of topics to be discussed on the show, please email me at sip at with dot net or just comment on any comment section below of this podcast hopefully we'll have a guest next episode but if not we'll be okay and until next time sip some tea
3: You're giving up shade in this room. Don't be so quick to assume. Assuming I'm worse like I ain't on these. Girl, I can't help the fact I'm popping. You be so quick. Poppin' like that I'm poppin' You be so quick to Time for no nice, Girl, nice, if it ain't fast, what good is gossip? Good is it gossip. You giving up shade in this room, shade in the room. Don't be so quick to assume Assuming I'm mm-hmm. like I ain't on knees like I ain't on Girl, knees. I can't help the fact I'm popping. <laughs> that I'm popping You be so quick to assume